Welcome back, listeners. Today we are dropping another episode in our series titled The Notifications North Star, sponsored by our good friends Courier. Courier is developer infrastructure for product notifications, making it easier to deliver the notification experience that your customers expect. In our series, we'll be talking to customers, developers, and stakeholders within the notification space to learn about their notification strategy, how important it is, and how Courier is helping to solve this problem for product builders and developers alike. Well, today I have Patrick Malatak on the Code Story podcast. He's a partner at Matrix Partners, early stage investments. Spent seven years at Twilio in leading product and four years at Microsoft over Microsoft Project. Patrick, thank you for being on the show today. Super excited to be here now. Before we jump into Courier and your experiences with Courier, investment in Courier, tell me a little bit more about you. I'm an a investor here at Matrix, been at Matrix now for about three and a half years. Been primarily doing uh, developer infrastructure investing. So, you know, I spent seven years at Twilio, was running product there and, and GM of the messaging business, and, and ultimately just really, really spent a lot of time thinking about how to bring developer products to market, what makes good developer products, and, and what are the right ways to get that in the hands of, hands of customers. And so after I left Twilio, after an awesome run, you know, joining, you know, a, a company where we were all on a single open floor plan in downtown Soma, all the way through going public and, you know, we had offices all around the world, I got to have that experience. And, you know, really, for me, this was about helping founders that are trying to do that exact same thing. I was fortunate enough to be sort of in a front row seat for, for that journey at Twilio and, and really enjoy helping others do it. And so been investing primarily in developer infrastructure, communications, sort of in that space overall and stuff that has, you know, usage-based business models is an area that I focused on pretty explicitly in terms of how you price and bring these products to market. But yeah, that's what, what I've been doing while I've been here at Matrix. You have a really fun job, obviously a hard one, because you have to place the bets in the right places. And obviously, I, I believe that you have with your, your your latest investment here with Courier. So tell me a little bit about your time at Twilio and, and specifically around messaging, right? Obviously, Twilio is a messaging juggernaut. Tell me about you know the things you might have built at Twilio, um, perhaps even around this problem that Courier is trying to solve. When I, I joined Twilio, actually, the messaging product was still in beta. And so I joined as the first PM uh, responsible for messaging. As I joined the company, you know, I come in and there's it's like two engineers and me um, working on this product. And our like job number one was get it out of beta. Job number two was launch it in Canada. Job number three was launch it in the UK. And then everywhere um, after. You know, I, I jumped right into uh, a small, scrappy organization that we were sort of learning every day from our customers in terms of what types of experiences they were building. And the amount of times I was surprised by what customers would build on top of, you know, these horizontal API primitives that we had built at Twilio, it, it would happen time and time again, you know. Early on, it was, you know, companies like Beluga and GroupMe that were building group text messaging on top of it. But then sort of the market evolved over time and you saw, you know, a whole bunch of folks building uh, two-factor authentication. We had decided to build a horizontal primitive, make this primitive more accessible to developers out there, and then trust that developers are creative, uh, they come up with new, super interesting ideas. And for us, it was all about empowering developers to take advantage of this, this primitive that we built and made accessible to them, eliminate all the distractions, and let them sort of see what they can build. And so we're always sort of surprised and impressed by how folks would use messaging. And so, so that was sort of really what it was all about. And we, we focused on like eliminating the distractions for the developers. You know, something we talked about quite a bit was time to hello world. 
like from the moment you sign up for Twilio, uh, how long does it take until you get that first text message and the phone buzzes in your pocket? And, you know, for us, it was really around once you get that first text message and your phone buzzes, it's sort of a magical moment. And, and for us, it was about empowering developers to sort of add a new tool to their tool chain. And, you know, and the, the way that we saw it was our goal was make it as easy as possible for them to add a new tool to their tool belt, but not to sort of overtly push them like, great, now you need to launch a product that includes Twilio messaging in it. We're just like, get that in as many people's tool chain as possible. And we know sooner or later, communications, particularly communication with the customers is something that's just so important to so many companies that sooner or later, you're going to come across a scenario where you're like, ah, I remember Twilio. I remember how I can solve this problem. I got this interesting tool in my tool chain. And so the approach that we took, and I think this was you know, to the credit of, of Jeff, John, the founding team there, the approach that we took was really around empower folks to add something new to their tool belt and just trust that you know, folks that have a, a vast array of, of tools will employ the right tool at the right time to solve the problem that's, that's directly in front of them. And that's how we thought about envisioning the product from the start and, and how we made a lot of our product decisions, how we thought about pricing, how we thought about is all about what do we need to do so that you can get this tool in your tool belt and then show you the many interesting ways other customers are sort of utilizing this tool and, and inspire you. So then along that point, right, you're building something that is fast to use, right? Sign up quick, time to hello world. But why notifications as infrastructure? Why does notifications as infrastructure make sense? Tell me a little bit more there. Notifications is something that we thought was really just the ubiquitous need of every company on the planet, right? And if you look at sort of the long arc of notifications, you know, it starts with, which we've had around for quite some time, email. You know, at Twilio, we're obviously uh, innovating in, in terms of SMS, but then there's also push notifications. You know, WhatsApp now has a developer program, Telegram. There's all these different ways to actually talk to your customers these days. For us, really, we just felt that, like, this is a fundamental thing that every company on the planet needs, right? And I think when you have an insight on, on an area that is needed by every company on the planet, it's one of those places where you can build a horizontal primitive, and that can be a successful business opportunity, right? Because it, it's just so ubiquitous in the need of everyone else. And I think there are a bunch of categories like that. Notifications is certainly not the only one. You know, storage, compute, et cetera, where really it's a, it's a horizontal developers added to their tool chain, and then they come up with really interesting new ways to use it. But certainly we felt that, that notifications was, was one of these spaces. In particular, the carrier side of it, which is sort of where we focused at Twilio, was, was very, very broken. As you know, I was there, I, I absolutely saw how customers were then taking Twilio and plugging it into broader notification systems that they were building themselves. You know, the example uh, I like to give is, is, you know, we were selling to, at the time, you know, Uber and Airbnb and, and uh, these type of companies. And almost all of them had an internal notifications team. That internal notifications team typically owned push, email, SMS, and some of these emerging channels too, as well as their in-app channels. I saw my customers at that time owning not just, you know, a Twilio integration, that was just one piece of the broader notification problem these teams were chartered with inside organizations. And so that's what sort of got me excited about like, well, what are all the other notification problems that exist there and how are organizations solving them and what all still needs to be solved in this sort of notification journey that every company has? No, that makes a ton of sense in picturing all of the providers around or being supported by, led by, maintained by one team. Before we move on from that, though, so 
you know, there's this idea around notifications are sort of their own layer of user experience, right? We're used to mobile apps. We're, we're used to websites, computer apps, desktop apps. But the notifications themselves being now a, a user experience layer. Can you tell me a little bit about a, your perspective on that? You know, it used to be that apps were initially it was sort of just the UI layer that, that you're presenting to your customers. And now, you know, the notion of when you're using the app and when you're not using the app, it's all part of a single experience. And we've all had that bad experience of the app that like sends way too many notifications or doesn't send them at the right time or doesn't realize that I'm already in the app and now they're buzzing my pocket too. And, and I think when you start thinking about notifications as a user experience, companies sort of go through this journey. Right. And the first thing they do is like, great, notify them on all channels that will increase engagement. They'll be back in my app. And you just realize that, yeah, that works for a little while. And then everybody uninstalls your app or everybody's like turns everything off. And the apps and and the experiences that really uh, are the ones that persist in the long term are the ones where you give the right notification in the right channel at the right time. Those are the ones where it's like every time you get that notification, you're like, yep, that was the right one. I like this experience and I feel like I'm in control as a user. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of time and effort that goes into making that happen. You know, if you, you talk to companies like, you know, Slack on, you know, Slack's aware when you have an active live session in your, your laptop and they make sure not to buzz your phone then. And they know when your laptop's closed, your phone gets the buzz. And, and it's actually like it's non-trivial amount of engineering work to figure out the right patterns and paradigms. And other companies, it's like, great, they send you the weekly digest of what occurred. And you're like, wow, that's exactly what I wanted because this isn't the type of service where I want to see it every single time a thing happens. And these are the types of things those notification teams at a lot of these companies were struggling with. It's like, how do we build this? How do we architect for this? It really goes beyond just any single channel. It's sort of this meta layer on top of all of the channels that includes both yeah, orchestrating across those channels, but also figuring out like, oh, no, I want to summarize those channels or I only want to send to the current active session. And, and there's a lot of these complex problems that, frankly, when I was at Twilio, we were observing our customers trying to solve that just were really difficult to solve. And it really requires you sort of rethinking how you go about building for notifications. When I met Troy, it was like, oh, wow. You know, we started talking about this concept and I'm like, Troy gets it, right? Like he has had to build these before that he realizes it's not just like, great, we'll just plug in all the channels. It's like, no, it's, it's both what are all the channels we need as well as how do we want to basically orchestrate and what are the smarts we want to build around that? And how do we make sure that like an email isn't a hard coded thing and that, you know, product managers and designers can go modify that and change that. And that's decoupled from the work that your engineers are doing to fire that event at, at the right time. And, and so the more he and I spent time just sort of talking about this problem, you know, the more it was like, wow, this is the layer that needs to be built. And, and, and I just got really excited about it. I, I can tell your passion about the space and the way that you're describing or even answering my questions is just teeing up the perfect structure for why you invested in Courier. Tell me a little bit more about what you saw in Troy. Obviously, he pitched you what he was going to do before there was a product. Based on your experiences, what was that connection point with Troy where you said, okay, he gets it? I invested before any product, you know, it was really just sort of Troy, a partially created pitch deck, I would say, you know, just sort of a rough sketch of the idea. And then what we did after that is like, we honestly just went to the whiteboard and we just started talking through some of these really complicated notifications. There's like, all right, how do you go about building that? And what would you build? And why would you build this versus that? And so we just spent time together walking through all the challenges in this space. I already had conviction that there is a layer that needs to exist here that was sort of unmet. I'd just seen it 
from you know customers. And, and so I had conviction that there was a big problem here that needed to be solved. And that really just gave me the confidence that Troy understood it, not just as well as I did, but better. You know, in a bunch of those, he was like, no, I'm not going to build that. That's the wrong approach. And, and, and so we sort of went back and forth on a number of different issues. And then, you know, the other thing that I was sort of wrestling with was, is this the type of idea, you know, just because a, a layer of, of the stack needs to be built and, and just because an opportunity exists doesn't necessarily mean it's a startup opportunity. And so that was also what I was trying to tease apart as an investor, right? Which is a little bit different than, you know, running product at, at a place like Twitter. It's like, is this a startup opportunity or is this, you know, an opportunity for, you know, Amazon or Microsoft? All these folks have push notification platforms. And I just became increasingly convinced that notifications is an enduring multi-vendor space. You have your email provider, you have your SMS provider, now you have WhatsApp as a channel, you have you you also have your push channels, which you kinda own, right? And, and then if you want to do in-app, it's like another channel. And and I became very convinced that ultimately this was a multi-vendor problem for all of these notification teams. And that the only way you could solve this, and, and I, I sort of talk about this uh, amongst my other partners, is like some of the best startup opportunities, I believe, are Switzerland opportunities, where the fact that you're an independent is a advantage in, in the type of product that you're building. There's so many disadvantages that you face, you know, going against uh, other players in the market. And, you know, and I think there's a set of these startups that succeed that are these sort of Switzerland opportunities. And I just became increasingly convinced that notifications is both now and will be in the future a multi-vendor problem. The notification world is only getting more fragmented. There's only more ways for you to talk to your customers, not less. And therefore, the best product ap approach is one that by its very nature assumes that you're going to have multiple vendors here and tries to help you build the best notification experience independent of all those channels. And so, so I sort of came to the belief over the course of those conversations with Troy that this was absolutely a not just a really good opportunity. I kind of believe that to start. But there's actually a really good startup opportunity and that Troy was the right founder to go after that startup opportunity. You know, I, I talk a lot with my partnership about these Switzerland opportunities because I think they're they're nice and they're, you know, when you find them, I think it's this thing by being small and independent, it's actually a, a tailwind, not a headwind. And you need to get every advantage you can as a startup. And, and you know, I like to talk, talk about Spotify through that same lens which is like music's kind of part of everything. It's, you know, you want music in your car. You want it on your speakers at home if you have those, right? You want it on your TV. You want it. In, and so if you're Apple or you're, you know, uh, Microsoft or Google or Amazon, you're pushing your specific agenda. And actually, that's not the right product for your end customers at the end of the day. And so, and I think there's a set of these that exist in the market. And it really felt to me that the notification space was going to play out this way. And that Troy and, and the approach that he was advocating for was absolutely the right one. Well, I think you made a, a solid bet on, on Courier. They're, they're, they have built an amazing solution. One, one more question, Patrick. So now we're on the other side, right? The, the product's built. How strongly do you advise your portfolio companies to use a solution like Courier? Given your experiences, given your beliefs and your excitement, how strongly do you push them towards not thinking about messaging or rebuilding something that's already been built and using something like Courier? And a bunch of our portfolio companies are, are Courier customers. It's sort of the logical, um, you, know, you know, the way I describe it, it's like the sensible default. If, if you're going to do anything with any amount of complexity and notifications, you should be using Courier. And I think a lot of notifications experiences start off simple at first and become complex and like, oh, and then customers want this and then customers want this. 
even for folks that aren't in the portfolio, if I'm just having a conversation with, um, you know, an entrepreneur, I'm also like, hey, yeah, you should definitely check it out. Like it's for what you're trying to solve. It, it's it's something that that's interesting. And I've been shocked, actually, at the number of folks that aren't even portfolio companies that are like, oh, yeah, we found Courier. We love it. We're already using it. So it's both one of those things where, yeah, I, I advocate it even for folks that aren't in the portfolio, because I, I think it's actually the simplest thing to do. And as a startup in particular, any calories you're spending on something that isn't your core business model can be spent in the wrong direction. And, and you really don't want to have to have a full notifications team, right? Like, you know, if you're Slack or Airbnb or Uber, it's like, yeah, they have the resources to go do that. If, if you're just starting out, it's like, you really don't want to be spending your time in that way. So yeah, so I, I sort of recommend it to, to almost anyone I chat with, not, <laughs> not just those in the portfolio. <laughs> sure. Well, Patrick, Thank you for being on the show today, telling me about your experiences, your Twilio, your passion about notification infrastructure, and obviously your big bet on Courier. So again, thank you for being on the show. Cool. Thanks for having me. And once again, there you have it. My big takeaway from my chat with Patrick is that Courier is streamlining the multi-vendor future of messaging. This wraps up this episode of our Notifications North Star series, sponsored by our good friends at Courier. Check out the product at courier.com slash codestory to learn more. 